Welcome to my forbidden door. Behind the scenes of AEW in New Japan's pro wrestling. Um, historic. Let's call it historic. <clears throat> Pay-per-view. I'm QB1 Randall Cunningham. Joining me to the right in his orange casty look itself. It is the Howie Tony. Hello, gentlemen. How are y'all tonight? I'm good. I live in a world where USC and UCLA is no longer in the Pac-12, though. Uh, hey, this is sign of the apocalypse, man. <laughs> I mean, what kind of work? We're going to be coming live at 9.30 with, uh, or 9 o'clock with our regular uh, Reckless Speculation crew just mm. to talk about this. We're all in a state of shock. To Howie's, I'm going to put Howie in the, to my now, to my right, Howie to my left, the one and only, not Chris Jericho, Jericho Appreciation Society, but our own Red Devil, the JJ himself, <laughs> Jeremy Johnson. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm good, man. Good to be back on with you guys. A lot of stuff going on. <laughs> well, I, I, I left work, ran uh, to Zaxby's, grabbed 20 fingers, got a, a candy bar and a monster and sat down. And I said to y'all earlier, I'm 56 years old having the time of my life doing this. It's just so right. fun to talk about this stuff. And let's talk about what we're here to talk about tonight. First time ever cross-promotion pay-per-view I think a lot of us original AEW fans thought this would come fast. It didn't. Finally, AEW and New Japan worked out the, worked out a deal to have a, a, a cross-promotion pay-per-view. And uh, before we get into the results, I just want to ask you about your gut feeling. Knowing two companies like this are working together. Also, talk of New Japan working with WWE has been out there. Howie, how do you feel about these cross promotions? A lot of fun. Does it confuse you? Not time. Just throw them out your thoughts. I think it could be good for rationalism in general. But the problem is, I feel like they rush the guys in maybe three or four weeks. To let everybody get more accustomed to them on the 80s. I do not know what happens when we go live, but somehow we just dropped you. I'm going to reset while Jeremy talks to see if I can change anything. Jeremy Johnson, same question to you. How do you feel about this pay-per-view? I look for for me. I love it. Anytime two promotions anytime you can see matchups that you don't see on a week-to-week basis so i was excited about it um i liked I've, I've always liked the fact that aew brings those free agents in to because to, you get to see something different look there's only so many times that we can watch cody and seth rollins wrestle now it's been great every time there's only so many times that you could watch John Cena and Randy Orton wrestle or, or Randy Orton and Triple H. And to me, you know, and again, I'm going back. They've got a lot of new blood there. But I just like the fact that you see matchups 
that you if you you know a lot of people don't see new japan stuff so the idea to see they're they're dang good i don't want to sound like dave Meltzer or something you know he's a big new japan guy but man they are very good and it's awesome i, I love it howie jay let's check your mic level check check one can you yeah, hear me fine. anybody hear me yeah uh, fine i don't know what okay but anyway, All back right. to what I said. It, I, I, I like the idea of it. It's just the fact that uh, if they should have brought in some of the new Japan wrestlers, maybe uh, know kind of who they were instead of. You know, I, I heard part of it. We'll keep working on your sound. I think we've got it, but it's still breaking up a little bit. Let's try one more thing, Howie. I want to, I want I'm going to, I'm going to, can you give me like a countdown? One, two, three, four, five on your mic settings. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Maybe I think what's happening is on my end, the faster you talk, I'm overloading the system. So maybe slow it down just a hair and I think we'll be okay. I think it's on my end. All right, guys. I think we got everything set. Let's break into this. I, I agree with you. Uh, we they probably do need to get the guys in just a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. But I think what ha- what happened was all the injuries kind of rushed this together. Uh, originally, this was supposed to be CM Punk versus Tanahashi in Chicago. Uh, this was going to be Daniel Bryant and uh, Zach Saber Jr. So that was two real top of the ma- top of the mark matches that got changed. Also, the mid Atlantic that what is that? The All Atlantic title was supposed to have Tomohiro Ishii in it. Mm-hmm. He had to get pulled out at the last minute. It does feel like they kind of threw this together after all the injuries. Howie, we'll start there. Did you did you feel that? I felt like it did hurt the pay-per-view not having Punk and Brian on it. And even Jungle Boy was unavailable. I don't know if he was planning to be there, but <laughs> AEW has got a lot of star, star power missing. Star power missing right now? Also- yes. And so they're having to scrap. I don't know what's going on. Howie, I'm going to call you. I got one more idea. Jeremy, how did you feel about the last minute substitutions? Howie, I'm going, I'm going, Jeremy, while you talk, I'll be on mute. Howie, you're about to get a phone call. Please answer it, okay? Well, I mean, yeah. as, far as, as far as the substitutions, it is what it is. I mean, you 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 got a show, you've got a card, having to promote. You know, you I mean, you're not going to cancel the show because CM Punk can't wrestle. You just kind of figure out what's our what's our options here, and you know, we we've talked about it. I think a little bit here, you know, about the fact that you know they they keep signing wrestlers, they keep signing wrestlers, they keep signing wrestlers, they sign Keith Lee, they sign all these folks. 
the 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 positive to that is maybe they don't get the air time that they you know they could but you got a deep bench so to speak and so you know in addition to the injuries if i'm understanding correctly uh andrade el idolo was supposed to be there uh and and there was a contractual thing because of the the uh you know because of who who he works for in mexico and i and and for that matter the lucha brothers so there was a lot of it's good to have a deep bench, man. That's all I can say. Randall's muted. All right. All right. We'll try to figure all this out now. Uh, and I believe we've got Howie Cheney available on the phone. Howie, are you there? I'm here. All right. Can everybody hear Howie when he's talking now? Jeremy, could you hear Howie? Yeah, I could. It's a little far away, but uh, yeah, I can hear you. All right. So the only way we got it patched together right now, uh, when you're not uh, talking, please go on mute, Jeremy. Uh, there will be feedback with the way we're doing it. I got you. All right. So let's start. Let's start with the first match of the night. And Howie, I'll fire up with you. Uh, or Jeremy, I'll fire up with you. The first match of the night we, we come across is I thought it was strange but i understood it too they have jericho open the show up um what did you think um i'm trying to get my card up we were scrambling at the last minute and uh i uh don't have my card up here let me y'all just bear with us we've got to we had a little bit of technical difficulties now now I am having some technical difficulties. Uh, So switching over now to my other phone. So first match of the night is Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and a absolute Japanese legend in Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. Against Eddie Kingston, Willer Yuta, and, and Shuta. I was shocked by the outcome. Uh, Jericho's group goes over JJ in what I thought was a pretty good match. Well, I, you know, to me, of course, you, you know, you always pair Jericho and Guevara together, so that made sense. Suzuki, it's like, hey, we gotta have a new Japan guy in there, which is, you know, not a bad one, a <laughs> legend. Uh, I think the main reason that, that for them going over was is they were building to. Well, last night's blood and guts, which yes. was too to me was really close together. Yes. The last pay per view was really close to the Forbidden Door, so I think they wanted to, you know, Jericho goes over because, as we see, not to give that away, but you know, last night it was the, it went the other direction. It did in a great uh, Howie. Um, can you hear me good? Are you there with me? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Howie, do you know, I mean, just asking, this is not a, a shot at anybody, but do you as a wrestling fan know who Minero Suzuki is? I mean, I've heard of him just because I listen to 500 podcasts a week. Right. Uh, as far as actually wrestling-wise, seeing him wrestle, no. Uh, you know, I, 
the only wrestling I ever followed was here in the States, which is WCW, WWE, uh, NWA back in the day. But now, since I have the Access TV and New Japan's on there on Thursday nights, I have watched some of the matches. So, but, you know, I, I didn't get this pay for you. I didn't watch it because I, I didn't know half the people that's going to be on there. <laughs> but from what, everything else I've read and heard, I should have. As good as it was, yeah. what I, I would I would I would call this, in my opinion, outside of the original All Out, uh, this may be this may be AEW's best pay per view. Uh, I, I put it right there as one of the top two or three of all time, and I think that's Howie. Where we've talked about a little criticism AEW, we don't know that Manuro Suzuki is Brock Lesnar. I mean, he's not. 6'6 six, six and 270 pounds, but this is a guy that was a true life shoot fighter that was pancreas champion. And, you know, and I don't think when they rushed it, you got chances to expand that the way we wanted to hear it. Me as a New Japan fan, I really wanted, I wanted to pick up this today and go, hey, y'all got to see Minoru Suzuki. What do you think? Is that not just incredible? But it was just another guy, a little bit, Jeremy. That's what I was afraid of. Well, it's a, it was a it was a trios match, so you know it takes the emphasis off anyone because you got Jericho. So Jericho's going to be the focal point for that side of it, and then on the other hand, it's going to be Eddie Kingston because everybody knows what's going on with those two. The other pieces were just accessories, so to speak. Yep. Uh, so uh, since we uh. Howie, do you want to give a rating or not since you didn't get to see it all? Howie, do you want to give a rating since you didn't get to see it all, or do you want to just let me and Jeremy do the ratings? I can read the ratings off of uh, whatever I'm looking at here if you want to hear that. Yeah, absolutely, I do. So give give us the online rating of the match. Uh, they graded the Jericho match of B plus. Okay. All right. Jeremy, they go B plus on that match. Where do you rank it? You're on mute, my friend. I, I would say it's pretty accurate. I mean, you got all six performers. I don't know a lot about Shota Umino, but I mean all you know, all those guys are great performers. Yeah. So you know of course Kingston, I, I mean I love Eddie Kingston. Yeah. So I, I would say that's pretty accurate, you know. Um, first match, they always start. Seems like AEW always starts off with a great match in the beginning, and that's on Dynamite, that's pay per views, everything. So good way to start off. All right, you go B plus. I'm gonna go B minus, and I think the reason I'm gonna give it B minus, you said it, but you didn't penalize them for them. I don't know who Shuna Umanal is. The fact that he the son of a Japanese legend. I didn't know. I am a New Japan fan, and I didn't know who he was. So yeah. I think I failed there a little bit. All right, let's move on to the next match because I got to save myself some quick, room. Quick, yes. Go ahead, Alec. It's about Eddie Kingston. I was sitting there watching the Blood and Guts this afternoon, and I, I want to know your thoughts on Eddie Kingston. I feel like he is about 30 years behind his time. He would have fit in great back in the 80s. He, uh, actually, I would go, uh, I'll let Jeremy finish this one up. 
I would think even one step back, I would think Terry Funk and Dory Funk and Harley Race <laughs> for the NWA world title all over the world would have been the biggest star. I, I a mark for Eddie Kingston. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, AEW, if you don't put that world title on him at some point, you, you are an idiot. Go ahead, JJ. No, I, and when you said, and I was headed the same direction, I thought, man, how would you like to watch him and Harley Race wrestle? Oh, good God. That, I mean, it would be brutal. Uh, I, you know, I like the fact that he comes across, he's just a regular guy. He doesn't have the body. He doesn't, but the guy can talk. You you really, to me, you really believe this guy. Uh, where, let's see, where in New York is he from? Is it Brooklyn or is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. You you believe that? I mean, it's you know, it's he's just being himself, and that's what I love about him. The guy can wrestle, uh, he can wrestle, uh, but I just uh, he's just so believable, and he connects with the fan. I love his story. If y'all read his his story, wow, sold incredible. His sold his ring gear before getting to AEW to pay yeah. for house payment. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on. Um, and how he, that was an excellent question. Uh, I appreciate that one. You you keep them. That's the reason you're the best side man in the business. <laughs> that was great. All right, move on to the next. Well, can get some good equipment, but even better. I, I don't think it's your equipment. I think it's something in your internet. Um, we got to get work. Well, maybe I'll come down there next week. Um, let's uh let's move on to the tag team match now. Uh, I'll give a little history, and I feel like I'm the I am the truther for New Japan. Rapungi Vice was in this match, and if you are just watching AEW, they don't fit into this match. But when I tell you Rapungi Vice, what I was afraid is that the Young Bucks were going to install themselves in the match. But I actually like it that they put Rapungi Vice into the match. In Japan, Rapungi Vice and the Young Bucks are probably the biggest tag team rivals of the last decade. It was a rivalry very similar probably to the Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express. So you got Rapungi Vice, you got the Olympian Jeff Cobb, the Great Ocon, which is only the second time I've seen the Great Ocon, who reminds me so much of uh, the wrestler, the old wrestler from the 80s, Killer Khan, looks like him. <laughs> I haven't Googled it, but I almost think he's related. T.J. O'Connor. Yes, yes. Uh, And then the best tag team in the world. And yes, AEW has done a good thing by making them fan favorites. FTR. I will start with you, Howie. But just because I want to get your opinion on FTR big matches, there's nothing better. FTR is the best tag team in the world right now. Hands down, no questions. Um, probably the best tag team that's been around for the last 10 years. And why the WWE could not figure that out and put them over like they should have is beyond me. Uh, you know, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, Jeremy, uh, good match. Uh, oh, hey. <laughs> great, great match. Uh, I really think. I really thought FTR rolled that. I wonder who was calling that match because I almost felt like 
it's hard to see who's controlling a six man or a three way tag team. Yep. Boy, that was a well set up match. Everything they did had purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you're talking about FTR and it's, it's hands down for me, everything about them. I love their wrestling and I love their style. I love the fact that they're coming out to Midnight Express version uh, of, of intro music. I love every part about it. And, you know, it makes sense. I still struggle with the fact that they haven't put the AEW belts on them yet. But, I mean, I, it made sense to me to get a return in New Japan. You know, you got to think about this. New Japan is looking at, okay, you know, where will this go for us? You know, so there's going to be a return, and you mentioned it in a text the other day, and you're going to have FTR wrestling, you know, number one contenders contenders in New Japan. The only thing that concerns me, too, uh, looks like Harwood's hurt. And I, when I, I say hurt, he's not out, but that shoulder, I don't know if that's a, a shoot or a work, but, it, you know, that concerns me a little bit. Um, Howie, did you see? Uh, let me bring my mic back up. Did you see uh, in the blood and guts FTR with Downhausen? It made sense to me. Did you like that? Oh, yeah, I loved it. I mean, <laughs> Jeremy's putting the curse on us now. Um, that what today's match today, watching that on blood and guts, actually made it to me, opened my eyes and realized FTR is the best tag team in the world. <laughs> yeah. Not just today, but as far as the last several years, 10 years probably. I I will give you a spoiler, boys. When we do our top 10 t- uh, tag teams of all time, I got a spoiler for you. FTR will be in it. Howie Chaney, give us that rating uh, for this match. This uh, website I'm at gave it a it was Bleacher Report. They gave it a B plus. B plus. All right, JJ, you mic's muted, but give me your grade. And I, by the way, I think I got the delay out, so you don't have to put your mic on mute no more. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> you know, I gotta go with I gotta go with a B plus to A. I, I mean, any anything involving and like you said, you brought it up. You know, it might not make sense if you're only watching AEW, but like you said, Rapungi Vice, big deal in New Japan. And and so, you know, Great O'Connor, I didn't know a lot about him. I knew Jeff Cobb. I didn't know much about that tag team itself, but, you know, I it was, <laughs> you know, it's going to be sound. It's going to be stiff. <laughs> and it was. So, yeah, great, good, great match. All right. So, just so I gave myself some room here, my grade is an A. The, and it's the highest grade. This is my favorite match on the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Rapungi Vice did a great job. Because you can, as a 390-pound a tag team against monster like Cobb and Great Ocon and a great tag team like FTR, they could have got lost. But everybody did their part. Eight, uh, and after the first two matches, it's strange when I watch a pay-per-view, you can tell uh, when I burn out because I always have to take a break. Or after a great match, I always have to take a break. I had to take a break after both of these matches. Like I was just emotionally 
I was emotionally shot. Um, and I was just like, okay, I'm going to make a sandwich. It was the middle of the, uh, I didn't have a cigarette, but I could have probably used one. It was the middle of the night before I actually got this done. All right. The next match, a four-way match for the All-Atlantic Championship. Pop defeats uh, Malachi Black, Miro, and Clark Connor substituting for Ishii by submission for the win. All right, guys. Uh, Allie, we've talked about We've talked about Pac, and they've, they've got to do something with him. You know, after he got hurt early on, he got that win over Kenny Omega, then he got hurt and kind of went away. Is this is this, is this this the start of the push that Pac deserves in AEW? Well, you feel like it would be, but giving him this All-Atlantic Championship, it kind of makes you wonder, is that as far as they're going to let him go now? I mean, he's great athletic uh, a great performer. Uh, the crowd seems to like him everywhere he's at, but it just seems like he's a mid card at best everywhere he's been. And I, I haven't been able to figure that out yet. Maybe you guys can help, help me understand that. Well, uh, Jeremy, I was going to challenge you with something. And I, I do think, um, let's get you off mute. Cause I'm going to ask you a question. The rumor is that this all Atlantic championship is to break into Europe. This is supposed to be their, you know, NXT Europe championship, or this will be their first card into Europe. It sure don't feel like it, though. It feels, it don't feel right to me. How about you? I, well, I mean, to me, it came about as a surprise. And I, I watch AEW every week, and then it's all of a sudden, hey, the, the and it's like, wait a minute. You know, and, and maybe it's because I wasn't really paying attention to, Websites no. or, or Twitter, but it, it, it just like it came out of nowhere. So it, I, it was, it was out of nowhere. I agree with you. So let me say this about that one. Yeah, unless they've been promoted on the internet stuff with their, uh, you know, the dark and elevation stuff, which I don't get the yeah. chance to get. It just came out of left field. All of a sudden, they're like, "Hey, we're going to have a tournament for this All Atlantic Championship." Yeah. yeah. And I'm not a fan. Listen, I'm not a fan of having too too many belts. Is not good. However, I think this can work. I think it can work. Um, you know, you 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 got the the. I know you got the TNT belt. You got the TBS belt for the ladies. Uh, but I think it can work, and it would give. You know, I'm glad to see Pack win. Because I'm like you, I think he, sh I think he should had a world title around his waist or over his shoulder at some point. I like it. I think he's he's, he's he looks good. He's, he's his charisma's pretty good. He's a great, great worker. I, I mean, I don't see why not. Now I think you know he's a little short in stature. I, I don't even care about that anymore. The guy looks like a million bucks. You know, he stays in great shape. So this could work. Because this gives somebody like Pac that that maybe right now they don't have those plans for, but he, you know, now you can line up these other guy undercard guys. He can help put them over. You know, maybe you know he's defended it well, and then that puts him in a position for the TNT title or or even the world title. 
I would rather have him. I would rather have him in the world title picture than I would Hangman Adam Page. I, I mean, I'll just tell you. I'm going to throw something out at and just get quick reaction. I think they just replaced the gatekeeper of AEW with Cody Rhodes to pack. And they, it, with pack, they have to put, they had to put the title on pack to get the same results because Cody was going to be loved or hated just before his name. I think we'll see a lot of pack now being the first guy someone works with. Uh, and, and, and you've seen them kind of take the TNT title and now kind of killed it. it. Yeah. It's kind of buried up in feuds <laughs> that don't make a lot of sense. I, I, I mean, look, let's just be honest. They killed it when they put it on Scorpio's guy, the guy, look, and it ain't nothing to get the guy can wrestle. But this whole thing with Dan Lambert, I think part of his problem is is Dan Lambert. I, I do too. I, I think if they separate him and let him stand on his own, I think he's fine. But Dan Lambert is such a heel, and he's so good at that crap that he so takes good. all the attention off off of Scorpio. And I just don't like it. I, I they killed it to me. If you're going to use Dan Lambert, you use him with Brody King, who's a non-talker. Never says a word. You don't use him with a guy that's great on the stick already. So I agree with you. And and, and the TNT title has just became – and I also thought there was too many switches there. Scorpio Sky, Crody, Silver Deer, blah, blah, blah. It became WWE-ish in the amount of title changes. Howie, I am very interested to hear what the old internet bleacher report gave this match. <laughs> One more thing on Pack before I give you the uh, the grade. You got to remember when COVID hit, he was overseas and wasn't able to get back over here for a yes. year. You know, would he be elevated more now? Because when he got back over here, that's when you're seeing punks and Brian Danielsons and Christians and all these started coming in, and it kind of pushed everybody back down some. Uh, and he also so, got yeah. lost. Um, and I hope AEW doesn't lose. They have one of the single-handedly best long-term storylines going that they don't need to push. They just need to let it lay there in the four pillars. And at some point, they've got to bring the four pillars to the forefront and turn them either face or heel as a group and just let that kind of lay there. But he kind of got lost in that. Maybe shuffled behind some of the younger guys. And I don't think it's fair. I, I really think he needs to be one of those guys. Right there with Malachi Black, the upper, not not the main event, but he's upper card. He's not, not jerking a curtain, you know. So, all right, Howie, give me, give me the, the grade. Game. Was, the grade was A minus from Bleacher Report. Woo! Jeremy Johnson, that seems just maybe a little high to me. Well, Here's the thing, and I, I was looking too. I, I went and found while we were talking here, I found, a, let's see, what is this website? Uh, this was uh, Sporting News, and okay. they gave the match a, they gave the match an A. So they were very high on the match itself. And, you know, I the Clark Connors thing, I had no clue who Clark Connors was. Hey, now, I know. Yeah. I, I know, you know, Ishii 
uh, being injured, you can't do anything about that. It, it kind of it somewhat surprises me that they didn't. I mean, you got Naito out there. Don't know why he wasn't a part of it. And you know who I'm talking about, Randall, with that. But, but it, 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 I like. I think, Jeremy. I, I like the fact. And he done well. He did well. Yeah. He 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 represented himself well. It's given a guy an opportunity. So I I mean you're looking at that that type of match, him being in there versus Ishii. Now that would have been a slobber knocker at Ishii being in there. But but you know he he gave a guy an opportunity, and I, I think that's part of what I've always liked about AEW. They're giving you watch dark, you watch all these things. You you can see folks that are independents, and they're just getting a chance. So I, I mean, I know he's people know him in New Japan, but but I thought you know I thought it was a great match. You gonna give it an A or you gonna give it? What yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm. I mean, I, I'll go with the A. I can I can go along with that. I, I'm not hard. To, I'm not hard to please though. <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go B plus, and I'm gonna tell you why I go B plus. I gave the last match with FTR and A. I like this match better than the trios. match. Jericho, but I don't like it better than the match I just gave an A. So if I'm giving Jericho a B, I'm giving FTR an A, this is a B plus. It slots in there for me. So um and, and it was a great match. Don't get me wrong. All right, next match up. Um I, and it, this is the one I think our grades could be way apart here. Rio's match. Darby Allen, Sting, and Shingo. Let me tell you something. Shingo has got the worst posture in pro wrestling. Why he's just, he looks like he's trying to make. Oh my, um, buddy, buddy, just it's okay. Don't you don't have to make yourself look that big. Versus the Young Bucks and a former mass wrestler, like wrestler in El Phantasm. Who was unmasked? And, and Jeremy, it's one of those rare occasions you see somebody unmasked, and you're like, "They need to take him out of the mask. He's gonna draw. He's gonna draw, draw you some money from the little girl's handsome guy, uh, yeah. the Young Bucks in the Bullet Club again, uh, the son of Tom, uh, um, uh, who, who the bad um, God." Who's the baddest man in wrestling ever? The Tongan. Um, oh yeah, Hikaleo. It's uh, Hikaleo yeah. walks that ring. Uh, they do their whole Bullet Club entrance. They flash back to WCW. Sting's in the loft, but he's not in the loft. He comes diving fifteen foot away, out of the blue, lands on the. All right, Howie. Do we need Sting diving 15 foot to start a match? I'm telling you what. I don't know what. What? That Tony, Tony Khan is paying him, but it must be awful good to be able to get a 63-year-old man to dive 15 feet off a, a off the top of the entrance ramp and all that good stuff. Man, I'm with you. I was confused. I'm going to tell you all. Uh, I was expecting this big uh, intro entrance. Jeremy, and then, and they teased it. You know, like, I thought Sting was going to be dropping out of the sky. And I was like, in my heart, I knew they wouldn't. I was like, okay, since Brent, uh, since Owen Hart passed away, we don't yeah. need to be 63-year-old Sting trying to yeah. belay the feeling. But 
I win. I'll use another word <laughs> that I didn't use because I used the real one. I was on the phone with a friend of mine and I go, what the bonk are they thinking? How about you, Jeremy? What the bonk was they thinking? Or well, I, you know, y'all. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> Anything sting, man. I mean, I don't care. I think they've used him great. He don't look. He doesn't look old. However, he's hung around Darby Allen too long. But I will say this: I'll give the match an A. I'm gonna go ahead. Just, just as Sting jumped off the, he jumped off. Well, look, it looked good. It, did. it looked, it looked believable. It didn't look like, hey, they're trying to catch him. He landed. It was, it really was for rest. It was safe. Yeah, and right. Sting is seven foot, four hundred pounds though. Right. Sting, Sting is 63. I can only hope that I'm as in a good, as good a shape as Sting is at 63 years old. And look, hey, I'm 47. I wish I was as good a shape. That's right. Know. So I'm excited when you start talking about Sting. But look, when he no sold the super kick party, he no sold it, man. Young Bucks contact. He leans back and then he goes, and then he does this. I, I mean. Look, it's an A for me just for that. Sting, just because Sting's in it. And to echo Tony Schiavone, it's Sting! Hey! <laughs> all right, all right, we got to get the Jim Cornette reference here. How you got it. Now, I thought, I, for all, and I know, I know you, both of you are not big Young Bucks fans, but. They sold their tails off for Sting. They do have appreciation of wrestling history, and they sold yeah. and sold, and they took bumps for Sting. I've never seen them take. What was uh, our, our 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 wrestling uh, eating at wrestling Wendy eating Vince Russo hating friend saying about? <laughs> the only thing he I heard him say was. Tony Khan's got to open up that bill so awful big to be having Sting to jump off at 63 years old, you know. Um, I haven't yeah. heard the whole podcast yet, but that's one thing that I did hear. And I'm, I'm like, Jeremy, when I saw that on Twitter, it was the next morning when I woke up of no spelling, the young buck super. I'm like, that's the best tweet I saw in months. It was great. All right, guys. Howie, what 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 did the old Bleacher Report give it? They gave it a B. All right, Jeremy, what did the old uh, Sporting Sporting, Sporting News gave it an A minus? So right. they were they were really high on that, and uh, and because it, it's it's staying, man. Man, I'm <laughs> not bad in a minute. I'm gonna look bad. I'm just go ahead and announce it, boys. Jeremy Johnson, what did you give the match? <laughs> I mean, it's staying. I'm giving it an A. <laughs> look, it's staying. I mean, I can't. I mean, look, if he was in there and he looked like and he was barely moving around and all this stuff and credit to Young Bucks, they sold. If he, he does not, you don't look at him and say, this guy's 63 years old and he's moving like it. Uh, he wears four pounds of makeup, so you don't have to see his face. I, I got it. I got yeah. It doesn't move like he's sixty-three. 
I'm 56 and I move worse. Howie, I know you got. <laughs> hey, go ahead. We do if Rick Flair's last match was against Steve. What would you do? I'd lose my mind. <laughs> I think they'd do a great job, but I, I would rather see a young guy in the ring with Flair to carry him a little more. Yeah, so. All right. You, Sting! I'm going to mm. <laughs> I, I want to give it a C, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to give it a B because I think it's right there with Jericho. Uh, Jericho's match. So I'll give it a B. Don't check it out, Randy. Give it the true score that you want to. Give it a C if you want to. C plus. All right. There we go. It's, and that's, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just, I'm, I look, I'm not gauging it on anything, but that go, dang Sting is in the match. I was a kid and I was watching Sting. <laughs> I was a kid watching Ric Flair. That's <laughs> All right, up next, AEW World Championship, Women World Championship, champion Thunder Rosa defeated Tony Storm by pinfall. I really thought this was a title change going in. I really thought they were going to hang the title on Tony Storm. Howie, uh, mm. me, it seems like Thunder Rosa's had this title just maybe a minute too long. Tony Storm's all you got to say about that. Tony Storm should have won. Uh, she's came in and she's done better than pretty much any AEW woman that had yeah. they brought in. Absolutely. Uh, as far as signing as free agents, don't get me wrong. Britt Baker was there from the get go, and yeah. she's done a fantastic job. Uh, she has done a fantastic job. But as far as people, free agents that they brought in, Tony Storm has just been head shoulders above everybody so far. And so. <laughs> I really Storm would win it by the momentum that she had going into this match. Jeremy, could they not? I mean, to me, uh, the AEW women's divisions always lag behind. And I thought by putting the title on Tony Storm, it would have. Here's where I would have been okay if we had went through a six month switching of the title between Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa. Uh, maybe you know bring Big Britt Baker into it, but I want nothing more than at double or nothing to have a three-way Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, Tony Storm, keep it clean. I know what I'm saying. I'm dirty, trios. Trios. Those match. But was it a good, did, did you like the match? Uh, well, it, it's to me, and I like Thunder Rosa. I, I think she's unique. But there's just something, I don't know what it is, just something doesn't, I don't say wow, and and I think part of it is, is you know she's got this got this face paint. It looks kind of menacing. I mean, you saw her entrance, man. It was awesome. It's really good. Her music is is menacing, <laughs> and but when she talks on the mic, when she wrestles, it doesn't it don't match up to me. I think she needs to be like a rear end kicker keeping it clean here and just, you know, beat people. But it's like, I, I just, I, I like her. I think she's better than what they, a lot that they've had. But Tony Storm, she looks the part. That hip check she did in the corner. I mean, oh. she about, she almost knocked Thunder Rosa out. 
I mean, that was legit. <laughs> I mean, and and, and she beautiful. She, she yes, looks apart in in I mean in good shape in physical condition can move. I mean, I think they would be ahead of the. I think they would help theirself. I could see them switching it back. I don't like these. Hey, we got to do this to build to the pay per view, and it's a short build. I could I could deal with a a six month thing drawn out and. It yeah. get it gets nasty. Let Thunder Rosa be a heel because Tony Storm's a babyface. Everybody, I mean, that's obvious, you know, from the response and stuff. So, I, I you asking for a grade? Uh, did you ask me for a grade, or did I get all wound up when you said Hold Tony up. Storm? I'm kind of like Jeremy. I agree with about the Thunder Rosa part. She kind of reminds me of Miss Cal, Natty Nyhart. She just something's just not quite there. She's missing something. But Bleacher Report gave it an A minus. Wow, big score, Jeremy Johnson. Yeah, uh, Sporting News, same thing, A minus. Uh, good match. I don't know if it's A minus caliber. Think about what we've gave A's so far. Uh, but that, I, I, I mean, that hip check is almost worse. That, whatever that, she whatever she yeah. calls that, it was worth it. I mean, that's an A just for that. She knocked her. I mean, I'm surprised she was able to finish. I'm gonna give it a B. Um, it's a good match, but it's to me, it's just a little short of A minus. It's not exceptional. It's very good, but it's not exceptional. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we're getting down into the last part of the card here. Up next. For the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, Will Ospreay, and to me, the best in the world. If if there's an argument, is, is it Roman Reigns? Is it is it even uh, Kazuto Okada on this card later? Is it Will Ospreay? I don't know. I, I can't I, I can't separate those top five, but he's right there. And Orange Cassidy is defeated by pinfall. And I'm going to go and just go ahead and say this. The Orange Cassidy gimmick is dumb to me, but dude, can that guy wrestle when he got to go? <laughs> he can wrestle with the best of them. Howie, I know, I know our brother JC. <laughs> and, and you know, I liked, I liked the gimmick. I like the gimmick a lot. The only thing I don't like is the hands in the pocket during the match, like at a critical board. You can even wrestle, but like they spent five minutes fighting over if he was going to put his hands in his pockets or not. Howie, what was your what was your thought? And did Jace have you heard JC chime in on it yet? No, I haven't heard heard yet what you know what JC had to say about it. But you know, it, it's crazy. Orange Cassidy can get out there and do some stuff, and it's with his hands in his pockets that most wrestlers can't do no. with, you know, with, mm-hmm. with help, with people helping, them, you know, but like you said, when he gets serious and wants to wrestle, I would put him up there in the top 10 of wrestlers in today. Go like nobody's business. Jeremy Johnson, Will Ospreay, Orange Cassidy. At the moments they wrestled, let's say this match was 15 minutes wrong, long, I give the moments they wrestled, 12 minutes of it, an A+. Plus. The three minutes they didn't wrestle, I'm going to give them about a D-. Minus. So, oh, no. That's what, 
That's what I love about. Look, this one to me, I you know, I was thankful that that they had a cup. Osprey had a couple of matches. I knew the name, but I never watched him wrestle. He's the Rev Pro World Heavyweight Champion, the British. I agree. This guy is one of the best wrestlers in the world, if not the best. All right. So, Orange Cassidy, I'm with Howie. Uh, I like the gimmick. I think, I think it's not as heavy or thick as it as it was initially. I think he's backed I, off I that, stuff, which I think is good. I, I think that's yeah. good. If he kept on with the best friends and it got, it would get to me. It's not gotten old. And like you was talking about the hands in pockets. Hey, the the two best moments for me in this match was uh well one best moment anyway is Osprey, you know, he's going along with this and he forces his hand in he's got him in an abdominal stretch or whatever and he forces his hand into into Orange Cassidy's pocket and pulls it out with the finger. <laughs> that was good. I mean that's that's making it work, man. Because you know he doesn't work with guys like that in New Japan. I mean they're they're gonna be physical yeah. and it's more. But this to me this was probably the best match of the night. What I do like about I do like the gimmick. Don't get me wrong. And the, when you just said something in that abdominal stretch in the past, he would go to sleep. An <laughs> abdominal stretch, he'd just go to sleep. At least not doing that anymore, you know. He's I love throw it in there, man. I love it. I loved it. I've loved it when when he just kind of when he gets to the ring and he just kind of rolls up on the apron and rolls in and that, that I, part, I, I love every part of it. I, I do think the moves <laughs> to get him away from breast friends. I, I think that makes makes the gimmick better in my head. Well, you know, and, and you know, and it was last night on Dynamite. You know, he's he's went back to using the, his music. Uh, yep. uh, and, and you know what? I think there's that separation going. I love the music. Was it Jane by Jefferson Starship or something like that? I love that. Uh, even though he came out with best friends, but the guy can wrestle, man. He can move. Ha who's uh, how many people have you seen do a kip up? Period, much less do one with their hands in their pockets. <laughs> Oh man, I love it. Love his facial expressions. I, that, I mean, he's got the best facials in the business. <laughs> and yeah. and the move at the end where he puts the glasses on. Uh, which Shibata. Shibata yeah. was it not? Yes. Yeah. yeah. When Shibata comes out, he puts. That was a good move. Um, what did our friends at Beach Bleacher Report rate this? Give it A plus. All right, Jeremy Johnson. I, I, that, is it an A plus? Well, Sporting News uh, says A plus also, and I look. I'm 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 almost with this by what like I was with the Sting match. I mean, it's it's just it just is. Those guys they went they could go, and uh, you know, Casty. Here's a good thing. He lost, but it didn't hurt him at all. Not a bit. And, and I think he. He should have been able to prove to a lot of people that said he can't wrestle. Now they'll say Osprey carried him or whatever. Uh, no, he was able to match that. You gotta, you gotta be able to go to to do that. So, 
I, I'm going to look at this and give each minute of the match a grade. So let's say it's 15. <laughs> They're going to get 13 A, a 100% A's, and two 65 D minuses. So that rounds round out to an A from Randall because I thought it was a great match, to be honest with you. And I, I do not want to steal Jim Cornette's stick. There's only one JC. It was just tiny bit over the line for me, but it was not. Yeah. It's not what it used to be. I'll put it that way. All right, here we go. Uh, no other. Hey, way can I say something? Can I say something right here? I think it's under underrated that Shibata made an appearance. It is. Uh, let me, let me, let me, let me, Shibata runs the Los Angeles version of uh, the New Japan Dojo. It's where Americans go to train. Shibata was injured mm -hmm. two years ago and not just a little bit. It was, Seriously. he was not, not moving for months. He did not move. He was, uh, told never to wrestle again. Uh, he was, as I understand it, in mobile for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And he appears and he looks absolutely wonderful. And the Shibata move, Shibata was on his way to being the New Japan uh, face of New Japan. Yes. And yes. I don't know how much of a ring career he has left, but the fact you know, I feel great that Edge came back, and it looks like Paige is fixing to come back. Mm -hmm. Some of these guys with neck injuries are coming back. This is online of what happened to Darren Drozovich, who stayed in a wheelchair the rest of his life. That's yep. how close it was for Shibata. And yep. you are 100% right. That was a moment we overlooked. Yep, it really was. It's great. It's great when you see folk, guys, like it. And he looked phenomenal. He looked like he was in fantastic shape, and it makes you wonder if, if maybe over the course of the time he's been away, that maybe he gets cleared. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Just was able to walk to the ring with no noticeable limp, no noticeable nothing. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Um, good, good point, Jeremy Johnson. Um, up next. Brian Danielson, of course, unable to compete. We get teased of Blackpool Combat Club, newest member coming in. Internet explodes with rumors of the, of the wrestler formerly known as Cesaro. Internet explodes with Johnny, Gungar Johnny Gungarno, whatever his name is. Uh, not, no disrespect to him, but he's going to mm -hmm. have to change his name if he wants me to pronounce it right. <laughs> I'll send him a note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No reason. Call him Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Wrestling. Uh, it comes to that night, and, and I felt good. It was going to be Claudio. Uh, and I'm going to take a shot at it. Claudio Castanegro, formerly known as Cesaro in the WWE, appears on the stage to wrestle uh, Zack Sabre Jr., another great British wrestler, uh, another one of those guys that's in that top 10. And Howie, it was 
not the CM Punk cheer, but it was deafening for about five minutes. Well, that's good. You know, uh, Claudio coming to AEW, that's a huge gift for AEW, I feel like. And yeah, me too. Claudio is one of these guys that's kind of like Pac, that's kind of been a mid-card all his life, but he's a great performer, great wrestler, good on the mic and everything. I just can't figure out why he hasn't been able to take that next step, but maybe being here at the AEW, he'll be able to. Jeremy, I made a statement on our group text, and, I, and I, I'm very sticking by this. I think Claudio is going to get pushed in AEW. And I think the closest thing we've had to a horseman-like faction in AEW now is Danielson, Mox, Claudio, and will or you do. It almost re recreates the young guy with the proof camp, the two tough guys. It's yep. going to be a monster if they keep it together and could not be a better figurehead than Lord Stephen Regal. No. It is Great, great faction. I, I love it. I think, you know, I wasn't a Utah fan until that match with Danielson and Moxley, especially the one with Moxley. And I'm like, okay, this guy, this guy, I, I can get into him now. And, you know, he's he, he's he's not done nothing but move up. And then, you know, Claudio, I'm like you. I never understood. I thought he was great. The guy's a phenomenal athlete. He's, he oh. looked good. He, he he can wrestle. He's not bad on a mic. And it's like, dude, this guy, it's believable that he could challenge Roman Reigns or he could challenge Brock Lesnar. You know, and I didn't realize this until last night, actually, that Claudio is about six four or six five, about two hundred and thirty yeah. something pounds. He's a big, a lot bigger dude than I thought he was. And, and uh, that size stands out a little more. Yeah, and it stood out to me, especially last night, because you you got him in the ring with all these other guys. But I love it. I want to see him in the title picture. I think he deserves it. The good thing about getting him and bringing him on is, you know, and they're already they're already working toward it. He's exactly. already got there's a little heat there between him and Eddie Kingston. Hey, I'm in on that. That'll be legit. Uh, go ahead, Howie. Who does Eddie Kingston not have heat with? Well, true. <laughs> but it, it, there's a built-in story there. I don't know the story, but it's built-in. Yes, he can have heat with anybody. <laughs> it is a, for lack of a better word, it's a Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat, right. long history of wrestling each other off. And, and, you know, Kingston's a bigger guy than we realize. So he is. Maybe shows Kingston and, uh, and Claudio would be um, just the biggest guys on there. And, and you know, that Kingston was part of a faction with John Huber. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and they was a ton of matches with Kingston and Brody Lee versus Claudio and Chris Hero, who was known in the Indies for about 10 years. Before they was a Briscoes, before they were Young Bucks, the decade of 2000 to 2010, tag team wrestling in the Indies were dominated by Chris Hero and Claudio as the king of wrestling. And I mean, it was, they were as big as you could be on the Indie 
headlining cards everywhere. And Eddie Kingston was kind of their arch enemy. So, yeah. Uh, well, there. You know, when you say that, his background as a tag team wrestler, the good thing about Blackpool Combat, all right, you not only do you have the interim world champion in Moxley, when Danielson gets back, you can pair Danielson and Claudio, and they can legit tag team contenders or throw Yuta in there at three with one of them. I, I mean, you got it right there. I mean, that's a legit tag team, Danielson and Claudio versus FTR and versus Young Bucks. That group, and I don't know about Wheeler yet. I've not seen him work heel, but you know those front three can work heel face either way. Mm-hmm. Be a, uh, I think Brian Danielson's one of the finest heels in wrestling. <laughs> yes. Uh, Howie, uh, I was going back to your question about Kingston. The only people he don't have heat with is Santana and Ortiz, and now Santana's hurt. So he's, I guess he's going to have to wrestle with Ortiz now. And Ortiz ain't got no hair. So, um, yeah, it was uh, a good match. I am so glad. I feel like this, you know, I feel like I've come to the realization Cody Rhodes does fit better in the WWE than they did ADW. He fits there. It really seems like he fit. Jamie's hurt. Claudio may fit better in AEW than he did to WWE. Uh, we don't know yet, but he may. Howie, what did their fine folks uh, give? Uh, I can't even remember who you were reading, uh, but our fine folks A-plus. give them on your Bleacher Report. A-plus. A-plus. Jeremy, Appreciation Society. Uh, <laughs> what uh, your fine folks they they may be they may have the same writer uh but they gave it an a plus also um yeah they gave it an a plus so i don't know if i'm gonna go that far but i loved how it started now i loved it i thought he was gonna pin him in the first 10 seconds uh I want to go A. I'm not going to go A+. Plus. Uh, I may go A- minus in this situation. I loved it with Claudio. I think they could have made more out of Zack Sabre Jr. He's a great wrestler. Yes. Uh, they had a great match. Let's give it A- minus in my head. All right. Let's move on, fellas. Uh, the next is for the ID, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> Jay White defeats Adam Cole, Hangman, Kasucha Okada, and Adam Cole. And this starts with the fact you can't even talk about this match uh, until you address the way it ended. And unfortunately, I thought this was an A-plus match. But Howie, uh, I don't know if you saw it yet or not, but Adam Cole gets hurt and basically the match ends early because he was unable to go. So Jay White just slips over and pins at Adam Cole. And I, I think the match ended probably, I think it was building to the end. And I think Adam Cole was going to take the pin, but he was concussed at a level. He wasn't moving. So I think that hurts the match when you get an ending, like it's not good. I mean, I was actually scared for the guy. 
yeah, I, I hadn't even heard about that. I'm reading about it right now, but, uh, you know, you got some good wrestlers in this match right here, especially Okada. I've, I've heard of him uh, being in New Japan and everything. Uh, our guy, Hangman Page, was in this match, unfortunately. I mean, he just he's just missing something. I mean, I, he can work, but he's just missing I mean, it's like he's a tick off of something. He I, needs I, to be a heel of, with a mouth. I'm, I'm going to stick with that. You, right, need, so, you need uh, to put a great mouth with him and let him be just the wrestler. Yeah, uh, um, so, you know, you know, it, it, on paper, it looked like he's going to be a great match. It was a great match. I agree with you. <laughs> but it was obvious that Adam Cole was hurt, Jeremy. Yeah, and then you know, look in a case like that, you know, you you best laid plans, and you just have to audible audibleize that and call an audible right there. And you know, Cole, dang, I just can't get by, by the fact that I, I Cole looks like me out there. I, I mean, he just he just to me, it's not believable that this guy can beat up. It's just not. I'm sorry. I'm not a necessarily a guy that thinks you got to be six four, two hundred seventy pounds. But I just he he don't look like he's in good shape. You know, I'd rather Eddie Kingston. I can believe Eddie Kingston could beat somebody up, even though he's not. He, you know, he's not in that great physical appearance condition. But this guy, I just I'm just struggle with it, man. He's a great mouth. He can talk. He can wrestle. I just, I, for some reason, I just struggle with him and the fact you know, that he has he has no muscle definition or anything. Vince McMahon, the reason he left the WWE, Vince McMahon wanted to make him a manager. Uh, yeah. He could have been a great manager. He looks more like a manager. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, Jim, Jim Cornette's bigger than him, if we will talk about managers. Yeah. What, one uh, thing I can't – go ahead, Allie. The difference between Eddie Kingston and Adam Cole is Eddie Kingston's got that attitude. Like, he'll just run three. You know, if you just breathe wrong, he's going to run three. Adam mm -hmm. Cole got nothing, unfortunately. Yes. So I will add one more thing right here. If I see Adam Cole low blow one more person, I am getting so sick of that. I, I'm tired of it. Because it just looks, all right, you're a scrawny runt, and you can't beat anybody, so you're just going to kick them in, or hit them in the nuts. I, I don't – I'm done with that. Yeah, I, I'm the, just – maybe the, he'll go to the gym and work out some and get on some muscle builder or something. I don't know. All right, before we go on, though, I want to ask <laughs> – you've got to see Akata throw a couple of drop kicks. And to me, it's the best move in wrestling. Akata's drop is is uh, to me Akata's drop kick is like a throwback to something in the eighties. But we only got a little bit of Akata. Akata, if they do this again, I want to see him in a solo match. I want to see the best wrestler in the world wrestle. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I do believe he is the best in the world. Howie, uh, what did our friends at Bleacher Report rate this? They gave it an eight. I, I mean, it, I'm not going to kill it. It was a great match. They got hurt. Jeremy Johnson, how about our friends over at whatever? Sporting, your sporting, sporting, sporting News gave it an A minus. 
Um, you know, they, I, I, you know, the fact that they had to end it quickly and abruptly, that hurts it, of course, but that couldn't be controlled. Uh, again, Okada not doing much. I mean, I'm not a, a hangman. I, Jay White, I don't know Jay White, but I like him. I think that he's a, he, you know, but I, I like this. That'd be a little more. Huh? I'd like to see Jay White make a few more AEW appearances. I really like In wrestle singles. I would rather see, I would have been more interested in this match had it been just Okada and Jay White. Uh, And unfortunately, that's probably headliner until they're they're big. And they, they really build stuff a long time. That's probably the headliner to what their WrestleMania is. They call it January the 4th. It's probably... Jay White versus Akata in a one-on-one match. And I could see them building it over the next six months. So you wasn't going to get it, but I'm with you. I'd have loved to seen it. I'm going to give it a B minus. I thought it was an A up till Adam Cole got hurt, and that just kind of killed it for me. Just kind of killed it. All right, guys, we'll wrap up. Go ahead. Quick question. How did Cole actually get hurt? Uh, he took a rank, he took a blow from a Akata. Uh, Akata's a pretty hard-hitting young man. Akata's huge, by the way. <clears throat> yeah. Or 255. He's right on the line of uh, of Claudio, and, and he it, just – I, I tell you what puts it in perspective for me. I think, oh, this guy's only 6'3 or 6'4, you know, and then I think about I got a 6'4 son, and I'm like, you know, I couldn't imagine looking at a guy 6'4, 240. <laughs> Because <laughs> Micah, he's six, almost six four, two hundred pounds, two oh five now, and I'm like, whoo! I wouldn't want to do that. All right, but uh, I got a delivery here. Moxley versus Tanahashi. How are you? T- uh, you take it off. Let me get this delivery. Jeremy. Okay, considering I didn't see the match, I guess uh, I'll do the best I can. Uh, uh, Moxley versus Tanahashi, you know, for the uh, AEW Interim World Championship. Jeremy, I don't know about you, but I'm not a fan at all of the Interim World Champion. Why even have that process? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think maybe, you know, the only thing I can think of is maybe they try to keep that, that title relevant. You don't, you know, I don't, I would rather see it as, you know, CM Punk is going to, He's going to relinquish the title. You have a tournament, not a tournament for an interim title, but a tournament for uh, the actual title. Because really, look at CM Punk. It's not like you're going to hurt him if you take the title off of him. So case in point, Finn Balor wins the first ever universal title. He gets injured. He comes out the next night on Raw, relinquishes the title. It killed him, yeah. right? It did. It's not going to kill CM Punk. It's not. And I, I, I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Uh, just like with the TBS title, and I, I didn't like the fact they had two belts for a little while, but when they consolidated them, but you know, this, this in its in and of itself, without the world title, would have been a great match. You knew Moxley was going to win. 
let me start. I, mean, I think I think it's a better match without the world title in it. No, I I could I could tell a better story than an interim title with what Moxley kind of told us the story. It's always been about you, Tanahashi, and made yep. it. I, WWE, I've been chasing you. I much rather hear that story than I would. We're going to make an interim champion of the winner of this match. No, that was kind of an. It was almost like that was an afterthought, right? It was almost right. like, oh yeah, by the way, you won the interim world title because you knew as a fan, yes, they're working together. They're not going to put the titles now. They did put the IWGP Tag Team titles on on FTR. I just don't feel like there was no way that title was going to go to Tanahashi uh, in that in that battle. You know, there was a fight in the crowd that distracted. It bad. distracted. Yeah, it was a bad distraction to the the match itself. The crowd it took them out of it. So, by the way, let's go ahead and give the crowd in Chicago because the crowd in these live events make a, an a, an event. Give them an A plus. They were they're they are loud in Chicago. That Chicago is AEW's uh what is Gainesboro or Charlotte. You know yeah. what I'm saying for if we won't go back. Uh but yeah. But I love Tanahashi. I'm I'm a Tanahashi fan. I he's I, Randy, let me ask you the question real quick. While you was away, I gave my opinion uh JJ gave his. What's your thoughts on having an interim world champion? Yeah. Uh, to, to answer ours, neither one of us likes it. Mm -mm. I would have rather seen the winner. I'd rather, I'd rather them have went, okay, we're having this huge tournament, the Owen Hart. I'd rather them put the, the title on the Owen Hart tournament winner than do it the way they did it. And it was ill-conceived that they changed it two or three times even after it started. Uh, to be honest with you, I could if I was going to do it, I, I would just revert it the title back to Hangman and then let somebody take it off of him at this pay-per-view. Hey, so let me ask you guys a question now. I do it. I want to ask a question. You know, if you're, if you went, if you watch WWE programming for the years, and I, I, and I did for years, you have a title match the, the 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 challenger wins. There's always a return match. AEW doesn't do that. No, it's I like to see a return match. I think they hurt themselves there. So you know, Hangman gets a return at CM Punk. I've seen Hangman in some good matches. I would. I'm interested in that. I think you, you ought to get. Of course, I know they're ranking them, and I know you go to the back of the line, but they're not really holding to that. That's that's becoming an afterthought, but I'd rather see a return match. Let me, and that's kind of where I was going. I think this is a better storyline, JJ, is have the return match, have Punk unable to compete, him hand the title back to Adam Page. Adam Page then dropped the title to Moxley at the pay-per-view clean, and then you set up double or nothing with CM Punk versus Moxley. Oh, heck yeah. You've got hey, I'll I'm in on Moxley Hangman. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, in, I'm in on that. I just thought there was a better way to handle it. And I wanted to make a point before. I thought it was a delivery. It was a bug seller. Uh, 
I think these last two matches got overshadowed with the, the third and fourth match. I think uh, Cassidy, Will Ospreay, and Cesaro, Claudio, and Zack Sabre overshadowed the, IG, the IWGP world title match and the AEW title match. And I thought a little bit of the crowd was gone after those two great matches. All right. To your point, in addition to that, all right, so to me, and I think this is a good ending for the show, to me, because it didn't paint Moxley and Tanahashi as, like, bitter enemies. It was more like Moxley looking at Tanahashi as a challenge. I'm going against one of the best in the world. And, you know, titles on the line. To me, because it's a joint venture, to me, a good ending is is – them both standing in the ring, shake hands, sign of respect, raise each other's hands. That's it. Then they throw in, and I get, look, Jericho, I love some of his stuff, but it seems like he always finds a way to get into everybody Damn. else. So here, here you got Daniel Garcia, who I cannot stand. I don't like him or them other two guys, either one of them. All right, and Jericho, and they come out and attack both of them. You had a you had a cutout after one of the matches of Jericho backstage throwing a fireball on somebody, and and then you got Claudio coming out and the show's ending with him swinging Jericho. I I thought it was it's too much, man. Too much. Too much. I, I agree with you. And our buddy JC will in will kill that section of it, Howie. Oh, absolutely. You know, back to the intro part to a little bit. If this was 30 years ago, I might could see that. But 30 years ago, you didn't strip every title because you didn't defend the title in, quote, unquote, 30 days. You know, that would be the big thing. I always had to defend the title within 30 days. Yeah. I mean, how long, you know, how long has uh, some of these other past champions not defended it for, you know, a month or two? So yeah. why come up with the interim title? Uh, I agree with you all. This is pretty or hand it back to the previous one, kind of like the runner-up of Miss America. If she can't fulfill the duties, who gets it next? You know, do the same thing with Rashford, you know. If I would have. from title. But what's going to happen when Punk comes back? Will it be Punk against Moxley to determine who's actually the champion? That's Unification. That's the main event of the double or nothing Labor Day. I mean, that's that's what they're building to. That's what they're going I'm going to struggle. I'm going to struggle with that one. Cause I like Punk, and I like Moxley. I, I'm, I'm, most, I'm really gonna struggle as far as who I want to win, but it, that's, that's a good one, uh, for sure. So you got to throw Ward, Wardlow. Hey, by the way, I just thought of Wardlow not present at this show. However, we talked about the T, TNT title. That needs to go get on Wardlow quickly. I think it is next week. He, yes. All right, last thing, and then we'll wrap it up. I got another show. If you all want to join, <laughs> is going to do some reckless speculation about the Pac-12 and the dissolving. <laughs> UCLA joins the Big Ten today. And I just got a text a minute ago. The Big Ten confirmed their membership, and this they may be in the Big Ten before uh, Oklahoma and Texas is in the SEC, believe. All right. 
Uh, I got. I want to throw one thing that has nothing to do with uh, the the pay per view, but we've all talked about it on text. Uh, that is how we are seeing how good Christian is. Uh, oh. Years, I've loved Christian, Edging Christian, Christian even in Christian is is the best thing in uh, best thing on AEW right now. Great segment with Luchasaurus, who they've turned heel with him. And that character can be a heel. And they've made him a monster. And now mm-hmm. his best friends have all turned against him. And they're heels. And they've got new music and new lights. And he's a menacing monster. Howie, are you loving as much as me and Jeremy? <laughs> and I, just, I was just sitting here thinking, what if they brought... Uh, we're talking about Hangman needs a mouthpiece. Why don't they bring Hangman to join up with Christian and Luchasaurus? I, I, I personally think they've already got a plan for Hangman, and, and, and I'll leak a little bit what I've heard going on. I, I think Bray, Bray Wyatt's debut in AEW is not as far away as we think it is. Uh, I may be wrong, but they're they're clearing out a lot of the uh, bad Dark Order guys like uh, Alan Angels and – I think we might see a dark order re reformed. Uh, Barry White changed. Barry White changed his Twitter uh, Twitter channel uh, hang, uh, Twitter handled to Wyndham Six uh, the other the night or something like that. The only number not used in the dark order ever has been six. Mm. So uh, I think I think that was uh, he's played with a lot of people. I just. And I think I think if you're going to make a dark order and you want to really make it bad, and a bunch of people people fear, you turn Hangman heel, you you get yeah. him that group. But well, get um, away get away from the comedy piece yes. and make it a legit. Yes, yeah. you can probably keep um, a couple of the guys: Preston Vance, Ten, uh, the tag team of Silver and Reynolds. But outside of that, there's not a whole lot that's been. You get rid of Coke Cabana. Yeah. And, you know, you make it, you make, and you turn Anna Jay heel, make her a beautiful, evil princess. Evil. Uh, but Jeremy, uh, I, 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 I got to hear your thoughts on Christian. Then we, we wrap it up. Look, and I told you guys, and, and again, I, there's big gaps that I miss wrestling that I wasn't into it, wasn't keeping up with it. But the two promos that Christian has cut to me, are two of the best heel promos I have ever heard in my life. Last night, <laughs> and we're we're talking about last night, but when he, you know, he mentioned, you know, Jungle Boy's dad was Luke Perry, you know, the actor, nine zero two one zero, fame, and when he said, you know, something about his father, and then said, oh, but he's dead. That was good, and when he was jawing with his mom and sister. And, and it was good. That was awesome. Off like that. I'm sorry, everybody. But so you think? So you think? Okay, I can't get much better. He came out last night, and I swear, when he said, "I," well, you know, they want me to apologize, and he goes, "He said, I'm sorry, they're not all dead." All right, that was enough. I was like, "Wow!" And then, and then, no, he's not done. Then he goes. Well, I'll accept your mom. And he goes, God, <laughs> it was done, man. 
I was done. That's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> and of course, of course, I know they cleared that, you know, with with the family and stuff. You know, they're okay with it. And people who get mad about it, stupid. <laughs> but I'm like, and Christian's got this smug. He's coming out wearing those turtlenecks and those jackets and, and everything about it. It's like, I hate this guy. And I used to love Christian. But he's a whole he's a whole lot better heel than he is baby face. So. Uh, <laughs> it's good. We've got we've got um Maxwell Jacob Freeman kind of chilling in the corner. We're not hearing from him. We've got an injured jungle boy. They needed somebody to be this heel that Kristen's filled in. He's almost MJS fill in while they, they, they build the line. That's my lord. I mean, I mean, come on. That that was good. I'd like to see him and MJF get into. A, a, a <laughs> but the, this this is great, man. And here's the key: Jungle Boy has not been seen. Jungle Boy is gonna be more over when he gets back than he was when he left because they were getting stale. Y'all know it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it just it wasn't working with them with the tag titles. But ever been time to. Put Jungle Boy in the gym, let him put 30 pounds of weight on, bring him back in regular wrestling attire as mm. as as Jack Perry and make it, superstar of a superstar right now is it. So I don't know, Howie, if I was talking to you or this saw or it may have been in the group text. So they mentioned his dad. Right, Luke Perry. Yeah. This would be a great opportunity for him to say, hey, you're talking about my family. You're talking about my dad. I'm Jack Perry. I could live with him and be Jack Perry. I, you know, I, you know, and I think that would be a good time that you could swap. You could lose the Jungle Boy name. And then you can move on to be because, you know, JR's called him J J uh, Jungle Jack, Jungle Boy Jack Perry uh, anyway. Jungle Boy is gone, you know. There's some, um, um, there, there's some, the, even if you want to call him Jungle Jack Perry, you know, you refer to Hollywood as the jungle and you make it more about an urban jungle and not make him look like the kid off of what was that movie uh, with the fire <laughs> horse catches on fire. <laughs> he don't look like, he don't look like that. But I root for Jack Perry as much as anybody Jack Perry does not have to be there. Jack Perry could never wrestle a single match. And he, outside of Tony Khan, I'm pretty much sure that nobody in that room has more money than Jack Perry does. So it's not about money and fame. <laughs> it's about wrestling for Jack Perry. And uh, the fact that he didn't use his dad's name for such a long period of time. So, all right, last, last question. Overall, rating of the pay-per-view – I'll go first. I've already said I think it's a top three or four. I'm going to give it an A minus from AEW. Uh, again, I think the backside last two matches were just okay, but the 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 middle of this card was phenomenal, phenomenal. All right, Howie. I won't give it a grade because they didn't give it over overall grade. But as far as Christian, those two promos would have fit perfect back in the NWA 1980s wrestling. You know, it, it would have been a mm -hmm. comic back then. 
All right. Jungle Jeremy appreciations. <laughs> Jungle Jeremy. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it may not line up with what I graded out the individual matches, but overall, this is this was an a, a high A to me. Maybe not A plus, but it because here's why. Here's why I say that. Everybody was talking about how this is not going to be good. You know, you got CM Punk's not there. Look, to do what they did without ECE with Andrade. And the Lucha Brothers, with you know, without uh, Punk and Danielson, half of their top. Dang good, dang good. Well worth the money, you yeah. know. All right, guys. Well, next week we start a fun segment. We're gonna start with tag team wrestling. Me and old Jeremy Johnson, the heel, the wild, <laughs> coming back for the JJ appreciation side. The Randall Jack Daniels may go shoot on here as he rates he rates tag teams with JJ. Howie, what is our first subject next week? We just told everybody it's going to be the tag team, NWA top tag teams coming up. Yep. And you also have some questions that you don't know in it, that you won't know in advance, so you're going to have to be on your toes on the certain things. I love it. I love it. Hey, so here's, a, here's something. All right. We need to throw this in here at some point. All right, so we're going to rate by alliance, so to speak, WWE, NW. All right. We need to decide who had the best overall tag teams. Yes. Period. All right, these five versus these five versus these five. Uh, We're going to start out with NWA, then we're going to go with WCW, then we're going to go with WWE, then the fourth one will be. Kind of like an independent, which could be anybody, either from New Japan, uh, AEW, like or, you know, somebody you've seen across the road down here in Fort Payne. And hey, <laughs> hey, Big Papa Pump and hey, <laughs> partner if he's choosing. ECW, <laughs> that ECW, AWA yeah. opens up a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it'll end up being, okay, put everybody together, your top five all-time from Every federation of top 10. Wow. We got a bunch ahead of us, Johnson. So I got to do my homework. Together and keep up with them. Yep. I've already got, got I, I'm, I'll just, I'm not spoiling it. I'm just having a hard time deciding who my number one is. I think three, four, and five in my list is set. One and two moves around every single day, according to what I, for the NBA. All Jeremy, right, everybody. I, I've got uh, Jeremy. I've got phone calls from them about three days in a row, and every time is a different number one and two. So you better do your research, buddy. Oh, I'm digging, man. I've, I've already got started. I'm. Uh, I'll be ready. Uh, Lasertron and Hector Guerrero. Shut up. <laughs> for Cunningham, for Howie Cheney, for Jeremy Johnson. Join us in a half hour now on Reckless Speculation. <laughs> As we talk about, evidently we've got two breaking stories to discuss. That the Big 12, I mean the uh, Big 10 is adding USC and UCLA. Supposedly, Mr. Kevin Durant asked for a trade today. So we will break down both of those here in about a half hour for the rest of the bad guys. So... 
We go ahead, Jeremy. You had something. You don't want you don't want me on talking about ke- basketball and Kevin Durant. No. No, no. You, you should have saw his tweet earlier today. You don't want to see Jeremy's opinion on the Durant mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to look that tweet up because it may be the same as mine. I, 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 I I'll, I'm going to save it to the show. But <laughs> here's what I say. <laughs> For Dan Housing, for Howie, for Randall, good night, and we'll see you next week off the record. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, it's your show too, brother.